words from the hills, reconfigure your life, change your heart, and prepare you for all that God has destined you to be. Welcome to the Hills Church. Uh, going to bed at 3, 4 a.m., waking up really early. Uh, so I was hoping, you know, I was just getting ready for elections, and I was hoping this would be a restful weekend, and then the call came in. Okay, so this is a disclaimer, just in case I start missing, talking off point. All right, please just, just be happy, be cheering me, be saying, yay! All right, no worry. Um, and the topic as well, of course, would not be the same. Um, you already know, you know, Pimo's topics. Uh, the topic is Caleb and Othniel. Othniel, if it was me, it would be James and John. And so I will leave that topic for him. Uh, when he returns, I'm certain he will come back to it. Okay, so we're really grateful uh, that we're here. I'm thankful uh, to God. And um, today is Mother's Day. Hallelujah. I stumbled into a poem yesterday, um, and I want to share that poem. I thought it was pretty brilliant, uh, by a lady called Joanna Forch, I think that's her name. Um, so she said, the title of the poem is, If I Could Be As Good A Mom As You. Uh, it says, if I could be as good a mom as you, my loving heart will make my family glad. I do be a good example in all I do. I do give my all, give everything I had. If I could be as good a mom as you, I do make each day for family a pleasure. I do use my energy, my love, my gifts, creating memories they would always treasure. You've done so much I never could repay. I love you, mom. Happy Mother's Day. And then I saw another one, uh, very short. It says, though the world doesn't know your name, you have no fancy title. You may not be famous, as your face is known to a few. But mom, you are a shining star, and I am so proud of you. Uh, wonderful poem, and I'm sure this is a representation of pretty much all we men in this house this morning. Uh, so I'm going to invite the men to please, let's pray for them. Let's, let's bless them this morning. It's literally a women's month, by the way. Uh, we had the National Women's Day, and then today... Maybe something else is coming up again. Uh, <laughs> but we'll pray for them. Are you please come? Pastor Latine, please come. Let, let's, let's just uh, pray for them this morning and just declare grace, grace over them. Declare that as they are, the job of a mother is difficult. The job of a mother is tough. The job of a mother is not easy. Just pray for God's grace, God's enablement, as we are fighting so many wars around us that the peace of God will rest upon each woman. Can we have um, Colossians 1.9? So we just use um, two scriptures to pray. Um, okay. And so from the day we heard, we have not ceased to pray for you, asking that you may be filled with the knowledge of his will, in all spiritual wisdom and understanding. I'd like us to use this scripture to pray. Um, when I was reading this, it says, what struck me was the field with the knowledge of God or knowledge of God's will. And if you are filled with something, it means there's nothing else. And so it means that, uh, I, I see it in three stages. Um, people that, they have knowledge of their own will and not of God's will. 
and there are people that have knowledge of their own will and pray to know God's will. And then there's a part of there's a um, particular kind of people that they don't have their own will again. They are filled with God's will. And so for every situation, what comes to mind is God's will. And that's where I want us to pray our women to today, um, that they be filled with God's will. There's no other will that competes with God's will in their hearts. And knowing that they have a very big role to play in family building, in nation building, so it's very important that they have knowledge of God's will and they are filled with same. And so we pray for our women this morning. We pray for our mothers, our wives. Feels good to say our wives now. <laughs> and our sisters. That they be filled with knowledge of God's will. For every situation, in every adversity, in joy, in sadness, they are filled with God's will. In Jesus' name, amen. amen. Um, Ephesians 1, verse 15. For this reason, because I have heard of your faith in the Lord Jesus and your love towards all the saints. Verse 16. I do not cease to give thanks for you, remembering you in my prayers. Verse 17, that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, may give you the spirit of wisdom and of revelation and the knowledge of him, having the eyes of your hearts enlightened, that you may know what is the hope to which he has called you, what are the riches of his glorious inheritance in the saints, and what is the immeasurable greatness of his power towards us who believe, according to the working of his great might. I'll stay on 17... 18. Um, yes, that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, gives to you the spirit of wisdom and revelation, the knowledge of Him. And so we pray for our women today. We pray that they have the spirit of wisdom, Amen. they have the revelation of God, they have the knowledge of God Amen. in them, in Jesus' name. And beyond this, they impart this to the children, they impart this to their husbands, they impart this to everyone they meet. They have the ability to communicate God's will and knowledge at all times in Jesus' name. And so verse 18, the eyes of your understanding is enlightened. You know the hope of his calling. And so it's important to note here that there's a hope that, God's had, that God has for calling us, not just our own hope, but the hope of God's calling. So for every person that God has called, which is everyone in this room, there's a hope. God has a hope for you, and we have knowledge of this hope in Jesus' name. Amen. We also pray that you understand the riches of God's glory, God's glorious inheritance. So God has an inheritance in everyone. He's expecting something, and we have that understanding. We know how rich that is in Jesus' name. And verse 20, and what is the exceeding, okay, right, 19, rather, thank you. What is the exceeding greatness of his power towards all who believe? 
So we have knowledge of God's power, the exceeding greatness of God's power. For every woman in the house, you have knowledge of what God can do. You have understanding of what God can do, what God is capable of. You have that insight in Jesus' name. And so we call for the Esthers, we call for the Deborahs, we call for the Elizabeths, we call for the Annas. We call you to walk in these dimensions because the earth needs this dimension. So we call them forth in you because they dwell in you. Christ is in you. So all these dimensions are in you. We call them forth today. They are manifested in the name of Jesus. We enjoy all these merry roots. We bring you forth in the name of Jesus. Amen. 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 Um, amen. Um, before, before I pray, I would like all the men, can you please indulge me and let all the men please stand? Um, you know, God, when God started the journey of, of, of what creation will be, he created man and then said, um, it is not good for man to be alone. And then we'll make him a suitable helper. And then he created the woman, meaning that for man to be able to thrive, we need a there's a need for a woman. Um, over time, you know, if you see what's going on in the world today, women start to feel the need to fight for themselves. This is because men have not taken their places, you know, as encouragers, as people who will love and push them forward. Meanwhile, you find if you go to a household, if that household is fine, it's because there's a woman standing the gap. There's a woman taking care of the children. There's a woman on and he's praying. There's a woman encouraging. There's a woman who's taking all the nonsense that we give because we do give nonsense and is still able to stand. And when we do, when reverse happens, we're not able to. Um, so I want us to just, all of us, as a, as a prophetic act, some of us may not be married, um, but because I'm married, I, I kind of have an understanding of why we need to do this. So I want all the men to please clap for every woman here and every woman in the world and say thank you. Thank you. We are, we are appreciating you for being, um, especially our sisters here, for being beautiful, loving, caring women. Um, if you notice in this church, if you, if you can't count the number of people that come apart from Pastor P. Fresh and maybe myself sometimes, they're all women. The administrator is a woman. For everything that is successful that we do, it's because there's a woman there. Um, I'm not discounting us, guys, but um, I'm just trying to see that when something works, it's because there's a woman, a woman of God, and a woman that cares us there. Um, you know, so I want us to now begin to just bless them. Because you see, they go through so much. Um, they go through so much sacrifices. Even when they're struggling and they're in pain, they're still either taking care of someone or praying for someone or encouraging someone. And what we fail to realize is that we, we don't acknowledge this and, and, and we don't tell them enough and encourage them enough. So this morning, I just want every man to just stretch their hands to the women in the room and the women around you if you're online. I just begin to decree that they will never have to fight for themselves anymore in Jesus' name that men, women will be appreciated all over the world. That the, because they are helpers doesn't make them slaves. That in fact, we decree that from today, each woman who actually follows the, 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 the tenets of God to be a helper will become one that is loved. That they will feel the Father's love and that they will feel the love of the men around them. And that, that everything they do in their lives will, will, will just make them feel appreciated. Let's just begin to 
declare that the glory of God will, will be upon them in the name of Jesus. For the ones that are married, that we bless their marriages and that their spirits will just be renewed every day and strengthened every time they wake up to be the backbone that they are, that they are encouraged in the name of Jesus. For those who are single that are still seeking for spouses, we just begin to release joy and peace in that journey, oh God. Father, we just, today we come before you, Lord, to bless the ones you created as helpers, Father. We ask, Lord God, that you bless them with the blessings of heaven. Amen. Father, we ask, Lord God Jesus, that you cause a new arising in the nations of the earth where men will love and honor women in Jesus' name. We decree that women will not have to fight to be heard in Jesus' name. We decree they are heard. We decree they are lifted. We decree they are, they, are, they are fulfilled in their hearts. We decree that they find succor and they find peace wherever they are and in their lives. And whatever they lay their hands to do, Father Lord, we just send helpers, oh God. Helpers, Lord Jesus. It'll comfort us that the Holy Spirit will come and guide them and edify them and strengthen them to be helpers that they've been made. That no woman will feel disenfranchised because she's giving of her time. Father, we decree that men will arise to appreciate these women and will love them. Thank you, Father, for the women of the earth. Thank you, Father, for the women of Nigeria. Thank you, Father, for the women of Ecclesia Hills. We just bless you, Lord. We decree over them, Lord God, that from today, their footsteps will be ordained. You will be the light that lights their feet. You will strengthen them in the spirit of their inner man. That no matter what they go through, Father, they will always have their heads raised up. And wherever their pain points are, Spirit of God, because we are celebrating them today, let there be a touch of your light and your life-giving spirit. We bless you, Lord. Thank you for this, women. We love you, and God bless you. Happy Mother's Day. Thank you. Amen. Our Father, as we go into your word this morning, we ask that you have your way, Lord. Lord, be glorified this morning. I'm just a vessel this morning, oh God. I pray that you use me to minister your word. Lord, let everyone, oh God, at the sound of my voice, receive something this morning. Let none go back the same. Let none go back the same. Holy Spirit, I hand over everything to you. Be glorified in the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Uh, we're running um, quite um, out of time, so I'll try to uh, speak things up as fast as I can. Uh, this is more of a charge. Uh, in this season, uh, when it seems that there are just quite a lot going on in a lot of people's lives, uh, there's quite a lot happening. It is an election season, and there's just quite a lot happening uh, around us. Uh, I'm inspired to bring this word this morning uh, to talk about something that we find as an anchor. You know, when, you're, when there is a shaking, the first thing a person should do is find something solid to stand on. Uh, if there's a shaking, you look for something, you know, you, you're, not, you're not trying to go with it. You're trying to find what is it around me that I can hold on to that is solid, that is strong enough uh, that can carry me uh, in this season. And so we see quite a lot happening in the election season. You know, I never thought uh, that actually tribalism was a thing. 
uh, honestly, uh, until a couple of weeks ago. And I was a bit confused, to be honest with you. Um, I never thought it was a thing at all. But I had to call a friend of mine and say, let no one ever mention racism around me again until tribalism is dealt with, because it doesn't make any sense as far as I'm concerned. Uh, so there is a whole lot of things happening around us, quite a lot going on. And in this season, God wants to give us a word. He wants to give us a word in this season. Um, I'm confident that each person here this morning has a name, right? Does everybody have a name? Who does not have a name? Okay, so in case you don't have a name, uh, it's, you can do something very simple. Just pick up your Bible, flip through it, and pick a name from there. All right, um, and I strongly advise that you avoid certain names. So when you see Jezebel, just keep going. All right, don't choose that name. Uh, my people say, get why. So please just keep going and then take the right name from there. So every person has a name. And there's a reason why everyone has a name. Um, and, and we see certain names that are absolutely wonderful. And then we see other names that you're wondering, how on earth? Did they give you this name? Like if you're like calling the parents by the side and say, let me holler at you for a minute. How did you think about this name? It doesn't have meaning. We can't even pronounce it. And all kinds of things. So you're like, what's going on with these names? But when you see names that have meanings, they have quite a lot of impact in the person's life. Because when you call someone by that name, they respond to it. And believe me, it's not just a physical calling, it's also a spiritual calling, as a calling the physical name. Uh, today, we're going to talk about a name. Uh, if I'm going to give this word a title, it will be that name, Jesus. That's the title today, this morning. That name, Jesus. Uh, what's a name? According to the dictionary, a name is a word or set of words by which a person is known or identified or addressed. Uh, so that thing that you give a person, which everyone identifies that person, calls that person, refers uh, to when they, when they think of that person, uh, the dictionary calls that a name, right? And we see all kinds of names, great names and not so great names. And there are certain names you hear, they command some attention. Uh, certain names you hear, you, you, it reminds you of something about them, something powerful about them. Uh, names like Martin Luther King, when you hear that name, uh, something comes to mind. Uh, names like Mother Theresa. You, you hear those names, you're, you're, you quickly realize these people had some influence uh, during their time. And then if you go to the Bible, there are also names you see. Uh, names like Paul the Apostle. And also when you read Paul's letters, sometimes he begins with his name. The first thing you see in his letter sometimes is, I Paul. And he starts from there because he's commanding authority when he writes those things. And we see names like Abraham. We see names like Isaac. We see names like Jacob. Uh, names like, uh, like, like uh, Elisha and Elijah. These are powerful names that come to mind when you think of great names. They draw attention. 
But in all of these things, these names have no salvation in them. Uh, they can do so much for you. Uh, and these names are usually uh, within the time of their season. That's when these names tend to command attention. But beyond that time, uh, they don't uh, uh, have so much power within them after their own time and season. But there is a name this morning that we want to talk about. There is a name that from generation to generation, this name has never lost a value. This name remains an anchor, strong and sound. This name remains powerful all over the earth, no matter where you call this name. Uh, today, my assignment is to bring your consciousness to the efficacy of this name, to bring your consciousness. Sometimes we think of this name, but we don't really think about the name. Uh, we know something about the name, but we don't really understand the power of this name. That name is Jesus. This one is it, your neighbor, Jesus. Jesus. Come on, come on, highlight all and say, Jesus. In Daniel chapter 11, verse 32. Daniel eleven thirty-two. 32. The Bible says, It is the people who know their God that shall be strong and do exploits. It is your understanding of the name of Jesus, your understanding of the power in that name that guarantees you access to all that name has to offer. If you don't understand the point of that name, the name will not be useful to you. You might mention the name, but it doesn't do much for you. But if you have a grasp of this name, if you have an understanding of this name, then the name begins to work for you. You see, often God does send us an assignment, not with money, not with silver, not with gold. He sent an assignment simply in his name. That's all you need. And if you understand the power of that, you know that it is much more important than giving you a million dollars. If you understand the power behind that name, you understand that there is something much, much powerful that we can ever, ever talk about. You see, often uh, we see this name from various dimensions. We, we see this name, especially when you need healing, you start thinking of that name, Jesus. Or when you need deliverance, you start thinking of that name, Jesus. But the name of Jesus embodies the entire glorious work of God. That name Jesus, it embodies the entirety, in entirety, every work Jesus did here on earth. That name encapsulates all that Jesus represents. That name Jesus is his Lordship. So when that name is invoked, the Lordship of Jesus is invoked. When that name is called, automatically you've activated his lordship within that domain. Satan may not have any respect for you, but when you carry the name of Jesus, you carry a lordship. Therefore, every principality begins to fear you because of the power attached to that name. The name of Jesus carries the authority of the office of Jesus. The name of Jesus is not simple. It carries the entire authority of the office of the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. So when you show up in the name of Jesus, you are technically becoming a partaker of that office. So whatever that office represents is what you begin to represent. You don't pray 
we don't pray through the name of Jesus, by the way. We pray in the name of Jesus. It's important to note that. This is important. We don't pray through the name of Jesus. We pray in the name of Jesus. And I'll explain why in a minute. In Psalm 118 verse 26. If you're here, say I'm here. Psalm 118 verse 26. It says, blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. The name of Christ carries the authority of the office of Christ. So blessed is that one who shows up in the name of the Lord. Because the person has arrived with the power of the kingdom. When a person stands through the name of Jesus, the person is literally a partaker, a participant in the authority and everything the kingdom offers. Pastor Beam, uh, just imagine that um, you invited the governor of the governor of Lagos, so he didn't want to come to a birthday party that you organize, right? And then he accepted he's going to be there. Then, uh, toward the time of the of the party, he calls you and says, "Oh, I, I can't make it, but I will send a representative." Now, this was going to happen. That person will show up in the name of the governor. What it means is that as the person shows up, whatever respect you accord the governor, you will give it to the person. The person will show up in the authority of the governor. So when he comes in, you won't say, oh, uh, this chair was formerly reserved for the governor, but you go sit there. No, no, no. He's going to sit in that chair. Every VIP treatment he's going to get, whether he's short or tall or big, or it doesn't matter. Even if he looks hungry, you're going to treat him the same way you treat the governor. And you should pray that maybe if you've made him very happy, maybe give him some Chinese food. But she does the best Chinese food in Lagos. And then give him some Chinese, and then he has eaten very well. He stands up, picks up the microphone, and the authority of that office and says, uh, I'm so pleased about this party. Uh, I'm donating $1 million to you. Say amen. <laughs> now, whether the governor likes it or not, he's obligated to pay you that money. As long as that pronouncement was made that he was sent as a delegate, whatever he says, the governor must, they can go and sort it out later and fight later. But as far as you are concerned, you are getting that money. That's what happens when you come in the name of the Lord. When you show up in the name of the Lord, you embody everything the Lord embodies. You move in the power of his spirit. You show up in that grace that God provides. The Bible says in Isaiah 44, 26, it says concerning God, it says, who confirms the word of his servant and performs the counsel of his messengers. God is obligated to confirm whatever you say as long as it's said in his name and you are his servant. He will confirm it. If you remember the case of Elijah, Elijah, when he said there will not be any rain on earth, Elijah did not say that. He didn't say God said. He said, according to my word. So it's not that like God told him. God did not say anything to him. But heaven was obligated to do it because this man said it in the name of God. And heaven had no other choice but to respond in accordance to that man's voice. So when you declare a thing in the name of God, heaven listens and heaven follows through. 
What is in the name of God? What is in that name? First, Acts of Apostles chapter 4, verse 20, verse 12. Acts of Apostles 12, 4, verse 12. I'll read the NIV version. It says, Salvation is found in no other name. For there is no other name under heaven given to mankind by which we must be saved. There is no other name. In this name dwells salvation. In this name, both spiritual salvation and every salvation you can think about dwell in this name. There is no other safety, no redemption of the spirit of man without this name. Salvation is in his name. Please do not be deceived. I know there are many religions and there are many paths, but the name of Jesus remains the only way to salvation. If that's not true, the whole Bible is wrong. The Bible cannot be discredited. And if there is any part of the Bible that is not true, the whole Bible is not true. And it says salvation is found in none else. This is the only path to life. And if you're here this morning and you're not sure if you're saved, I invite you in the name of Jesus that you come and give your life to the Lord. Don't go away today without giving yourself fully to the Lord. Or you're not sure about it. You're not sure if you're born again or not. Please don't go home today without giving yourself to the Lord. There is no other way, he says, by which man can be saved. What is in that name? Philippians chapter 2, verse 9. Philippians 2, 9. I'll read the New King James Version. It says, Therefore, God also has highly exalted him and given him the name which is above every name. That at the name of Jesus, every knee should bow. Of those in heaven, of those on earth, and of those underneath the earth. And every tongue should confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. A name has been given. Verse 9. And that name is above every name. And on the account of this name, every knee bows. Whatever has a name bows to this name. Every knee that you can possibly conceive, whatever situation you have has a name. Whatever circumstance, any human being, nothing is above this. And he says this cuts across everywhere. In heaven, first, second, third. On earth and beneath the earth, the entire universe, everywhere any human being is, all spirit, everything bows to this name. That is the power of this name. The name is higher than all names, is greater than all names, and is far above all names. I know sometimes it's as if, why is it that some names on earth are so powerful, as if nothing can happen to them? It's just because God is showing mercy. It's not because they're more powerful. It's just the mercy of God, probably waiting for them to change or to repent. 
But the name of God remains above all names. Like this song that we sing. That wonderful name. Jesus. We can, can we sing that together? That wonderful name. Jesus. That wonderful name. Jesus. There is no other name I know. That wonderful name. That wonderful name. Jesus. Jesus. That wonderful name. That wonderful name. That wonderful name. Jesus. There is no other name I know. He's the Lord. He's the Lord. Let's sing that. He's the Lord. Amen. He is powerful what is in that name the name of God is our access code in prayer John chapter 14 John chapter 14 verse 13 and whatever you ask in my name someone mentioned the scripture while we are doing the group discussion whatever you ask in my name that I will do that the Father may be glorified in the Son. If you ask anything in my name, I will do it. And then you go uh, two chapters uh, forward, chapter 16, verse 23. It says, and, that, and in that day you will ask me nothing. Most assuredly I say to you, whatever you ask the Father in my name, he will give you. Until now, you have asked nothing in my name. Keep, just keep seeing how many times he's repeating the same phrase. In my name, in my name, in my name. In just one verse. Ask and you will receive that your joy may be full. So the name of God is our access code in prayer. Every true believer has a covenant promise that guarantees access to heaven and divine inheritance. Every true believer. Access into the treasure room of God is anchored in this name as Jesus described. You can pray 24 hours straight, but if that prayer is not in his name, it's not going to work. No matter what you do, you can spend, go to the mountain and spend the entire three days or whatever time. If it's not in the name of Jesus, God is not obligated to answer you. He said, ask in my name. Pray in my name. Seek in my name. 
there is a covenant dimension in the name of Jesus and it's that covenant dimension that guarantees answers to prayers when the name of God is invoked the anointed in that name is activated you invoke the name you call on the name God releases an anointing to sort out matters in the name of Jesus it's not a religious it's not a religious conjunction it's not it's not a statement we do because we are Christians you know sometimes we say that very too often you know you know sometimes someone is praying and then they pray for two minutes and then you hear in the name of Jesus like 20 times in the prayer and then it almost seems like a repetition not understanding the point of that name so it's not a religious conjunction it's absolutely a spiritual principle that has been created for access. The name of Jesus compels his presence to show up. His name is called. He shows up immediately. Even in a natural realm, when you mention certain names, certain things happen. In a natural realm. You know, um, sometimes you find an admission has closed for certain things and then a name is mentioned all of a sudden, they extend the admission deadline. I remember um, a couple of weeks ago, I went to one estate. I was going to see someone. And when I got in, before I got in, you know, there was an estate gate. And I hadn't called you know, to request for code. I didn't know actually there was any code, anything. And, you know, somehow I was like, let me just say the name of this person. But it looked like a tight security. That I said to them, well, I am going to this particular name person's house. Immediately I said it, they were like, oh, you can go, you can go, you can go. I'm like, really? <laughs> because they were actually supposed to, I'm supposed to demand for a code. Absolute security flaw, by the way, but good for me. But it showed me that that particular name rang bell for those people. Not to talk about the name of the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. What is in that name? There is healing in that name. Acts chapter 3 from verse 1 to 7. Thank you. Acts 3, 1 to 7. I'll read the New King James Version. Listen to this story. Now Peter and John went up together to the temple at the hour of prayer, the ninth hour. So in the Jewish timing, ninth hour time starts at 6 a.m. All right, so ninth hour is nine hours from that point. So he's talking about 3 p.m. at this point. So they went up at the ninth hour, most likely to pray. Verse 2, and a certain man lame from his mother's womb. This man has been lame from birth, was carried whom they laid daily at the gate of the temple. So every single day, they will come and drop this man at the gate. Probably in the evening, they'll pick him up again. And he's just begging there every day. And if you read down, this man is probably about 40 years at this time. That's his journey. That's a very long journey. Which is called beautiful. To ask arms of those who enter the temple. Verse 3. Who seen Peter and John about to go into the temple asked for arms and fixing his eyes on him with John Peter said look at us 
So he gave them his attention, expecting to receive something from them. <laughs> this is a very interesting story. And this man, he was expecting, of course, to receive something, most likely money. And Peter said to him, silver and gold I do not have. But what I have, I give you. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, rise up and walk. This statement is absolutely loaded. He said to him, silver and gold. Uh, man, I don't have the money you're looking for. The dollars, the new Naira note. I don't have what you're looking for. But there is something I have. He said, but what I have, I give you. Peter was speaking from a place of revelation. He says, I don't have what you're asking for. But I have something. <laughs> say to your neighbor, I have something. Come on, come on. Say with boldness. Say, I have something. He says to him, I don't have what you're asking for. But I have something more powerful. And what I have, I am going to give to you. This is St. Peter who wrote in 2 Peter 1 verse 4. He said that, that through his precious promises, we become partakers of the divine nature. In other words, he's saying that through the precious promises of God, as divine partakers, we take on the characteristics of God. And God is a healer. Therefore, I am a healer. So in the capacity of that, Peter did not pray. Look at what he said. There was no prayer there. He didn't make any prayer. He said, in the name of Jesus, rise up and walk. That's not a prayer. In other words, he's saying that I have something powerful. As a result of my access, in the name of Jesus, there is something I carry. I carry something great. And the man did not walk right there. Let's go to verse 7. And then he took him by the right hand and lifted him up. So Peter had faith that this man is going to get well. Why? Because he was walking in the name of the Lord. Remember the scripture was started with, blessed is he who comes in the name of God. So he knew there was power in that name. And at showing up in that name, something must change. So Peter was not waiting and saying, asking himself, will this happen or will it not happen? He took the man up because he believed in the power of that name. And not just Peter, the man also responded. Because the man could have said, I'm asking for money, you're trying to draw me up. Can't you see I cannot walk? But the man gave him his hand. And immediately, the Bible says, his feet and ankle bones received strength. So the word in the name of Jesus went straight to the man's bones and gave him strength. And automatically, without prayer, this man who could not walk for 40 years began to walk. Why? The name of Jesus was invoked. The name of Jesus was drawn into the situation. And I believe this man knew Jesus. Because Jesus previously, if you read the scriptures, he has been to this particular temple at least two occasions. And this man had been for 40 years, been dumped there. So I can imagine that this man most likely knew who Jesus was. And there was a point when Jesus passed through this particular gate and healed everyone around there. Most likely, this man did not get healed. 
But here he manifested faith in God. And as a result of the name invoked, something automatically changed for him. I'm going to pray a prayer this morning. Lakusa hale makura nika mahan. Lekanahan, everyone who is at the sound of my voice and you're having any form of disease, I come in the same capacity in the name that is above all names. Everyone who is having any form of sickness, anyone in this room at the sound of my voice, or maybe those who will hear me later, who is having any form of ailment, any form of pain, any form of trouble in your body, in the name of Jesus of Nazareth, receive your healing now. In the name of Jesus. If you believe that, say amen. amen. Look at verse 16. Verse 16. And his name through faith in his name. His name through faith in his name. Has met this man's charge whom you see and know. Yes, the faith which comes through him has given him the perfect soundness in the presence of you all. So he's saying to them, you all know this man for 40 years. So this is not news to you that this man was lame for a very long time. But he said to him, in his name, through faith, in that name, this man received perfect soundness in other words the healing was not 80 percent it wasn't 95 percent it was a hundred percent this man who couldn't walk at all began to work perfectly well faith through faith faith that comes through him through faith in his name raise your hand to heaven and say lord in your name I receive perfect healing. Kalema Ruka Sahan. Who's a believer in this house? Say, Lord, in your name I receive perfect healing. Maketa Lusa Cobra Handiala Makonahan. Lekateka Rosa Cabra Ima Tohan. Lekani Mahan. This is not a feeble story. This was this actually happened 2,000 years ago. What are you dealing with this morning that requires immediate fixing? It might be you're dealing with perpetual headache. It might be that you're dealing with a depression problem. It might be that you're dealing with something that seems as though it will never leave you. The name of Jesus is available this morning. Kalema reka soka prahandi kate. Father, we invoke that name this morning into every circumstance, into every situation. The doctor may have said this is incurable. And there is a name that is above all names. Lekatoka rika mekatosalahan. Nakatoka reka soko pranikahan. Leketurima sekota kabra nemase. Lekatoka rakatela kabahan. Let your grace flow, O God. Thank you, Jesus. 
Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. In his name, there is security. Proverbs chapter 18, verse 10. Proverbs 18, 10. It says, the name of the Lord is a strong tower. The righteous run to it and are saved. In other words, don't be afraid when you have the name of the Lord. If anything happens to you after you've invoked the name of the Lord, it's the Lord's permission and that's okay. If there is any danger after you've invoked the name of God, most likely God has allowed it. The name of the Lord is a strong tower. You've prayed and yet something happened. Don't worry. David prayed and yet the boy died. He woke up and said, give me a meal to eat. Why? Because God has allowed it. If he has allowed it, he's preparing for something better. The name of the Lord is a strong tower. What is in the name? Mark chapter 16 verse 17. I'm running off soon. Mark 16, 17. And these signs will accompany those who believe. In my name, they will drive out demons. They will speak in new tongues in my name. In my name, they will pick up snakes with their hands. In my name, they will, if they drink deadly poison, it will not hurt them at all. In my name, when they place their hands on the sick, the sick will recover. These signs shall follow them that believe. That statement that is very important. It says those who believe. The signs will not follow everyone. Trust me, when there is a danger and you keep shouting, Jesus, 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 Jesus. If there is no faith, he will not show up. I remember a story of a pastor who said, I think they had, it was in a um, near car accident. I'm not sure, I think the, the brake failed or something and it was in a very high speed. And immediately he said the wife was shouting, Jesus, 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 Jesus. He said, I tapped her and told her one is enough. You don't need to mention it more than once. Because a faith in a single call is better than many calls. He says, these signs will follow those who believe in my name. That will drive out demons. Sometimes, sometimes you might, you might be in your room and then you feel like something came into your room. You can say, in the name of Jesus, get out now. And expect them to leave immediately because the devil cannot withstand that name. The Bible says Jesus has been elevated far above principalities and powers. So his command follows everything else. In my name, they will cast out demons. In my name, they will lay hands on the sick and they will recover. I want you to squeeze the hands of your neighbor and just say a word of prayer for them. Just make a declaration over them. Bless them in the name of Jesus. Bless them in the name of Jesus. God is here to honor his word. God is here to honor his word. In my name, you will pray for the sick. In my name, you will lay hands on the sick and they will recover. Change the atmosphere. 
those who feel there is cloud of darkness around them this prayer will change that cloud we declare grace of everyone in this house. Those connected online in the name of Jesus. The hand of God is moving in this place. The hand of God is extended to those online. Receive the grace. Receive the grace this morning. Receive the grace this morning. Lekate kamasahan. Rikate la kampra kema tusanan. Rikate koma seko prahan. Where there is discouragement, receive courage. Rikipa lekane masakanahan. Businesses that are not doing very well, receive life this morning. Receive life this morning. Careers that are failing, receive life this morning. Mekate kaleka tsuka prene mate. Lakato kara masako takamprene. Likateka lebra kasuma to kara pranamahan. There is life in that name. 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 Jesus said, I've come that you may have life and have it more abundantly. That life is in the name. That life is in the name. Kalema suka torahan. That life is in the name. That life is in the name. Receive that life. Receive that life. Receive that life. Receive that life. Meketo kobra kama sehan. Some doors are closed this morning. Some doors are closed this morning. Unlock those doors and receive the life of God. There are angels standing at your doorstep this morning. Unlock those doors. Unlock those doors. Receive the life of God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. In your name, these prayers are established. In the name of Jesus. To believe that, say amen. amen. Finally, in the name, the name of Jesus is a weapon of war. Psalm 20 verse 7. Psalm 20 verse 7. Rikalema Rusahandi. Some trust in chariots, weapon of war. Some trust in horses, weapons of war. But we will remember the name of the Lord, weapon of war. There are three weapons here. Some are just temporal, but there are higher weapons. He says, some may trust in horses, their conspiracies, the things they planned out, and it seems as though they are working out. <laughs> some trust in horses, in the power of horses. Horses are strong, and I feel like these animals are going to get me to where I want to get to. It even means destroying lives. But it says here, we will remember another weapon. We will remember another weapon. There is so much going on in Nigeria at this time. But this morning, I want us to remember the name of the Lord. Some may trust in horses in your personal life. There might be certain things that seem as if they're indestructible. Situations that seem as if they're going to break you down. 
He says, we will remember this weapon of warfare. In the face of battle, this is the weapon to call. When you need help from the Lord, this is the name to call. When all else is failing, this is the name to call. Some may trust in horses. Some may trust in chariots. Can someone call that name this morning? Come on, come on. Can someone call that name this morning? Who will remember the name of the Lord? Can we spend a minute and pray for Nigeria? Lord, who remember your name? In the midst of the destructions, in the midst of the hardship, in the midst of the troubles, we will remember the name of the Lord. Here's music, please come. Makuto Cobra Nika Mahan. Lika take a labra katoma senahan. Regila Cobra Nema Kasemate. Lika toka rike beko rasaka prenimate. Lika take a libra nema kana mahan. Lika toka reke sipra kate makubra handilahan. Is there any believer in this house? Is there any believer in this house? Is there any believer in this house? Raise your voice this morning and declare our name. Raise your voice and declare our name this morning. Lika teka makosa nika lamahan. Rika lebra kosa kita libra kane masenate. Le cobra hande makusa kabra dilata. Nekama sekato kabra ila keiba rosa kama lita rusanan. We call on that name this morning, O God. Father, this week our faith is anchored in that name. We refuse, Lord of heaven, to be distracted. Our hearts will not fail us because we are standing on a solid ground. We are standing on a solid ground. We are standing on a solid ground. That name is Jesus. That name is Jesus. That name is Jesus. Thanks for listening to this message from the Hills Church. Our mission is to love people, connect with family, and touch the world. Learn more on our website at www.ecclesiahills.org or email us at hello at ecclesiahills.org.